0: Welcome to the 5th Quarter Podcast, my name's Dave Woodard, 17-12 uh, to 12 is how the game ended, Cats lose to the BC Lions, much better this week than it was last week, even with the win, interesting calls too, the 5th Quarter Podcast starts right now
1: been talking Tiger Cats football for over 50 years. Welcome to the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML.
0: Good morning you're listening to the fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. I'm Dave Woodard and for Rick Zamprin this morning he'll actually be here pretty soon with Good Morning Hamilton but uh, let's get to the game. Let's talk Tiger Cats 17-12 to losers to the BC Lions today. Uh, You can call in. The lines are open. 905-645-3221 or star 9900. You can reach me on email, too, at dave.woodard at coruscant.com or just Google Dave Woodard CHML. You'll find my contact information there. I'm also on Twitter at uh, Dave Woodard News. And you can also connect to us at the station page at am900chml. Well, the game certainly had our chances, didn't we? That didn't go as I thought. I thought going into this week, and I know a lot of people felt the same way, that this was um, going to be a tough game for the Ticats to win. You have a short week. You've played Saturday, an emotional win against the Ottawa Red Blacks. And you go on the road all the way out west to take on the B.C. Lions, who have played fantastic this season. B.C. Lions had an entire week off. They had the bye week. It looked like it was setting up for the B.C. Lions to win this one handily. And they've won some pretty big games this year. They've put up some pretty big numbers. 59 points. Nathan Rourke, Oakville's own, has been one of the best quarterbacks in the league so far. And uh, we kept him pretty well in check. He had a pretty decent game, threw for 250 yards. But he also threw two picks, which was pretty good. And, and one of them was was possibly the best chance the Ticats had of winning. Uh, 17-12, fourth quarter, uh, that Tunde Adelake interception off of Rourke in BC territory, under two minutes left. You had an opportunity to do something with it. And then there was a play clock violation. A play clock violation in the fourth quarter that stopped it. So they lose it down, and then they turn over the ball. And even they had a chance at the end, but again, you know, when you're looking at a Hail Mary in the final second. There's a reason why they call it a Hail Mary and not an automatic reception. It ma- it comes down to mistakes really, I think. Uh, you look at, at the game, uh they played quite evenly, I thought. Hamilton got the running game going for the first time this year. I thought that was a big deal. Um you know, they were able to run the ball. Don Jackson was great. Uh they they were able to pass the ball around. Dane Evans had another great game, 297 yards passing. He had an interception, but he also had a touchdown, Stephen Dunbar. There were some real good positives to come out of it, although, if you heard uh, on the broadcast, Coach O didn't want to... uh, He called it a tough game, and it was. You think that you're you're going to come away with something from that, and unfortunately, uh, you come down with a loss, and you're down 1-5 uh, in five on the season. Mind you, they have a lot of East Division uh, teams that they're going to play in the next few weeks, and that's going to be really important. I think we'll have a better idea of the team uh, come six weeks from now. So we'll take your calls. Again, it's uh, 645-3221 or star 9900. You can email me, dave.woodard at com. Uh, which is where Alan from St. Catharines got me. Uh, He says, I thought we were going to get ripped apart tonight, but we actually kept it close. Had we gone for the field goal rather than gambled on third down, we might have had a better chance, only down by two points. It would have been 17-15. We're shooting ourselves in the foot. Take the field goal for three points. Having gambled and failed, we had no choice but to go for a touchdown. It's frustrating we lost another one, but put it this way. Ottawa lost another one, and Montreal and Toronto are only at two wins, so we're still in it. Alan says his player of the game is Braylon Addison. Thought he had a great game. He did indeed. Uh, Braylon Addison had nine receptions for 83 yards. He also had a couple of rushes for 23 yards. So, I mean, it's it was a, a pretty decent game for, you know, the Ticats. And let's hear what you have to say, Ian. How you doing tonight, or I guess this morning, Ian? You there? Now I'm here. Hello. Ah, oh, there you are, Ian. How you doing? Good. this morning. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Very late night. How, what's what's your thought on the game? Uh, I gotta say,
2: I take this as a victory. This is a hundred percent better than it was last week. I think in the past five weeks. Um, I think the the one player of the game I give into the secondary. They played the best they played all year. They spread that out on um, the defense there. Um, I just found that they held them to 17 points. Top team in the league. I think all three factors played well. Are often still struggling a little bit, not like it did before. Um, you know, uh, there was uh, a little more confidence in Dean. Dane, he's tossing the ball more. I take this as a victory because I just saw a different team today. I think it was gelling a little bit more. Um, if if they continue playing like they did today, I think we'll start turning the corner uh, in at least a week to two weeks, and it will be a decent team. There's no way we can compare this to last week. It is small, little things. But if we compare this game to the past five games, it's a different team.
0: Totally, I I agree with you one hundred percent, Ian. I think it's funny, you know. You look at the win last week, and and people were really excited about the win, but you look at the the way the game was played oh, compared with this game. week.
2: Terrible game last week. Yeah, like, it... you can't say that was a victory. No, no, <laughs> this was a better game than it was last week. Here's a question for you that yeah, it's kind of crossed my mind. Do you think with moving those hash marks in? has made a difference, because I've seen, I'm trying to figure out what is the difference between last year and this year. With those hash marks, is there a difference?
0: You know, I haven't haven't seen a huge difference, to be honest with you. I think a lot of the play calling is the same. I don't think that we're seeing, I thought, honestly, Ian, I thought we were going to see a lot more field goals not be missed. Right, because you bring in the hash marks, the it's an easier field goal to make. Says the guy who's never kicked one in his life. Uh, but it's one of those things that I, I, I honestly I don't think I've seen a huge difference.
2: And one quick observation: the last two plays in the second quarter. Nice to see yeah. some, you know, bringing the two quarterbacks. Toss that around. i know it didn't go very well. Look good. They were getting a little more creative in the offense. Yeah and that was the bit of the difference that I don't know, I don't think it's Kirk Jones. I think it is it's Condell. Yeah. There is was some more uniqueness. There wasn't, you know, stuck in our twenty yard line and they're running up the ball again. There was there's there was something different today. So keep it this way up, I think we'll do well. I mean the East is just a bad, bad, bad division. But it almost looks like B C peaked early. Yeah, a lot of these teams who come out flying at the beginning of the year, they peak early in the CFL. And then you actually most leagues, you do not want to be number one, like nine and zero, eight or eight and two, or whatever, going into the second half because those teams usually tank.
0: Absolutely, Ian. Thanks for your call, man. Appreciate All it. Right,
2: man, have yourself a good day. Uh, morning.
0: Yeah, thank you. You you get some sleep. Thanks. Uh, to Twitter, you can get me at Dave Woodard News on Twitter or at uh, AM Nine Hundred CHML. Uh, Alan says, too many penalties. I agree. Uh, first drive, RD makes a stop on third down. Se- uh, first play on offense, penalty for illegal substitution. Let's have these guys prepared for once. My player of the game was the defense. They showed up tonight. They sure did, Allen. And on 900 CHML, we get from Richard, player of the game, Tunde Adelike. Uh, But Domagala had some great punts and kickoffs. I wish we could figure out how to win a game, though. Wouldn't we all? I'm sure Coach O would agree. Uh, We'll take a break. When we come back, we will have the EHR 4K-worthy big play of the game. You're listening to the fifth quarter, brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML.
1: It's where Ticats fans come together. This is the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate
3: Ford on 900 CHML. Rourke stays in the pocket, throws deep to his left. It's picked up. He's picked it off in B.C. territory. A massive play by the Tiger Cats defense with a minute 33 to go.
0: Man, what an interception by Tunde Adelake. Uh that is your EHR 4K worthy big play of the game. Adelake had a fantastic game for the defense. Not only did he have that pick, he also had uh I think it was 7 tackles, which is nice to see from uh you know somebody in the defensive secondary. He going into the game, he was the, the second leading tackler on the team, I'm sure that's gone up. Uh, he had a fantastic game, and as many people have already said, uh, the secondary, the defense uh, was really, really good tonight, really solid. Uh, now, how you get in touch with me? If you have an opinion, you want to call, you want to let me know who your Culligan player of the game is, give me a call, 905-645-3221 or star 9900. You can email me, dave.woodard at chorusent.com, or you can reach me on Twitter at Dave Woodard News or at 900chml.com. Marcus on the email says, Hey Dave, wanted to put in my two cents, same stuff, different game, bad kicking. You make that kick before half, it changes the game. All you'd need is three when Hamilton's down in the red zone in the fourth. Also, brutal play calling, Condell needs to go. Who thinks calling bomb passes on second and third and shorts is a good idea? Condell's the only guy who thinks using two uh, QBs is a good idea. The old saying is, if you have two QBs, you have none. They need to promote Kahari Jones. Jones, of course, just joining the team this week. Cats need to bounce back and figure it out. Going one and five ain't gonna cut it. If you don't agree with this, uh, well, okay. My player of the game is all the fans who stayed up late to watch another Tiger Cat loss. Thank you very much, Marcus. The fans—they get a check mark. They always get a check mark uh Giorgolino. uh let's see if that's um no that's another that's another email altogether uh so again it's uh 6453221 uh alex in st george how you doing tonight hey how you doing i'm good man i'm good what was your thoughts on the game
2: uh not i mean uh i'm calling as an article fan oh Watch. okay all right okay watching the game tonight And I just got one simple question for Ticap fans. When do you guys make a change at the head coach position and the offensive coordinator position? I think Mark Washington did a fine job tonight. Mm -hmm. I think he's done a fine job with that team. Um, But I think Tommy Condell's got to go. I think Orlando Steinauer's playing for a job tonight. And Mm. I think Kari Jones was brought in for a reason. So that's all I want to know. As your thoughts on that, and going forward with this team, and I can't wait to see these guys in, in uh, four games in five weeks. I can't wait, and yeah. I really think this is the year we win Labor Day at Tim Hortons Field. So, Argos. Oh.
0: <laughs> Alex, thanks for your call, man. Appreciate thanks, it. Man. Uh, you know what? I, I will weigh in on the coaching thing. Uh, I know that uh, with Kahari Jones brought in this week as a football operations specialist, I know there was a lot of conversation this week about what that means for Tommy Condell, what that means for the offense, uh, what that means uh, for the coaching staff, right? Kahari Jones is is was a head coach with the Montreal Alouettes earlier this season. So is Coach O's job on the line? Not yet, I think if you see a couple of uh, losses against the uh, the teams going into the eastern division if we if we lose next week in Montreal, if we lose uh, a couple of games against Toronto, if we lose to Ottawa, I think that you're going to start to hear those um, those chants of fire coach o or whatever the case may be um, a little bit louder, but That hasn't happened yet, and I don't know if we necessarily will. Um, I think that at the end of the day, Orlando Steinauer is still one of the best coaches in the league, and I think that, that that gives you a lot of runway. Now, offensive coordinator, I think that Condell is safe. I think that you're going to hear, I think this week, specifically, they, they did there was a lot more trickery in the play calling. There was more running. There was a lot less to complain about in terms of, of what's new in the offensive playbook than there has been in weeks past. And I think that's going to at least save him an ex, in another week, another couple of weeks. Now, did the uh, hiring of Kahari Jones light a fire under Condell? It's hard to tell. I mean, it's it. you never really know how that works. But I think it doesn't hurt, and it certainly made a difference this game, although we didn't get the win, so there's that. Phone number here, 905-645-3221. You can also uh, get us uh, star 9900. Email me, dave.woodard at chorusent.com. AM 900 CHML on Twitter or Dave Woodard News on Twitter. We'll take a break and we'll come back with more on the fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML.
1: We're talking Ticat football. This is the
3: fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Tiger Cats keep it rolling. Addison, six catches tonight. He had 10 in the previous three games. He's been a star for Dane Evans. Looking for the end zone. Touchdown, Tiger Cats! Steven Dunbar, Jr., his team-leading fourth touchdown of the year, and the Tiger Cats are right back in it.
0: But as pretty as that was, a nice lob pass from Dane Evans to Steven Dunbar, Jr. in the third quarter, they were still a little short. Ticats losing tonight 17 to 12 to the BC Lions out on the West Coast. A good effort, a great effort from the defense. Tunde Adelake again with an interception in the fourth quarter just a m- couple of minutes left. He also had 7 tackles on the game. Julian Hauser too. Let's not forget Julian Hauser. The big man had an interception in the first quarter. Okay, it should have been caught by the uh, the Lions receiver. But still, doesn't matter. It's an interception for the big man. Good on you, Hauser. 17-12, tie cats. Uh Nope, BC Lions beat the Ticats, 17-12. Uh, this is the fifth quarter. I'm Dave Woodard, uh, afternoon news anchor on 900CHML. Rick Zamperin is uh, getting a little bit of sleep before he starts... Good morning, Hamilton, in just a couple of hours. Uh, We ended the last segment talking a little bit about uh, Kahari Jones and him being brought into the fold. Uh, Earlier this week, Jones, he was an offensive coordinator here in Hamilton, but he was uh, most recently the head coach of the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, He was brought in as a football operations specialist. Um, And uh, earlier this week, uh, Rick Zamperin spoke with uh, Coach O about Kahari Jones.
4: Ty fans want to know why why Kahari has been brought on board. What led to this decision? Well, I think
5: anytime there's a resource available out there uh, with that type of experience, it's always worth exploring. Um, I don't think you can have enough great people in the building, and I think in a case like this, this is a It's simply a case of adding value to value. Uh, We already have an offensive coordinator. We've having a full offensive staff. Uh, This is a chance to bring in somebody with a a huge amount of experience uh, with the Canadian Football League. Obviously it'll be a great value to me, uh, to Mark uh, on the defense, to Tommy on offense, and also to Craig Butler, especially teams. Most of the time when there's experience like this, they're all under contract. Uh, They're a head coach somewhere else. They're coordinators somewhere else. They're on other staffs. And when you have uh, somebody that's as quality a person as Kahari out there, this just made sense for us.
4: As you mentioned, there haven't been too many head coaches over the years who've been fired by their team during the season, then join a new team a couple of weeks later. Is this an acquisition that you simply couldn't pass up?
5: Well, yeah, I think that's what I was alluding to is just, and it's not, you know, it, there's gotta be a fit. This isn't something that I, I woke up and said, yeah, we're doing it. This is, uh, it's gotta fit internally uh, as much as things may look like they make perfect sense from the outside in, or, or maybe even optically, you gotta make sure there's a fit. There's, there's a, an environment that we've worked hard to create here. There's a culture that we've created and it's, it's important that you find the right people to join your team. Uh, versus just always hiring the right experience to do the job, and I think that's uh, overlooked oftentimes. So uh, it had to be a fit for both people, and and that's for Kahari and for us internally. And um, you know, I had a, a talk over with the coaching staff before we moved forward. This wasn't an overnight thing, and uh, we were satisfied that this was something that could complement us. And uh, like I said, selfishly, he'll be a big help to me personally.
4: We're chatting about the addition of Kahari Jones as a football operations consultant. How long is it going to take for Kahari's knowledge and influence to be felt throughout the team? Is he going to have an immediate impact? Is this something that's going to be through osmosis over the next couple of weeks? What does your gut tell you? Uh,
5: it's right now. It's a work in progress. It's, there's no set time that by this we're going to do this. Um, I'm just wanting him to feel comfortable, feel the bu- building, get acclimated. Uh, When called upon, you know, we will lean on him. He'll be watching practice, um, you know, out there on at the field and he'll also, you know, be in meetings and you got to kind of get acclimated to it versus just saying here, this is this is what I did. This is what I believe in. Um, This is going to be a process and he's open to that. And he's going to, you know, he's going to learn a lot too uh, a different way to do some things. And then we're going to pick his brain and and uh, I just think that it's going to be a, a great mutual um, agreement and situation. And so I don't have a cookie cutter model that uh, you should feel it in, you know, two weeks, uh, one day, four games. Uh, I just know he's an, a very valuable and uh, welcomed addition.
4: Coach, o, always appreciate your time. Best of luck in B.C.
0: and we'll talk to you down the road. Awesome. Thanks, Rick. Yeah, that was earlier this week. Coach Orlando Steinauer speaking with our own Rick Zamprin. Uh, mostly about uh, Kahari Jones and bringing him on as a football operations specialist. Again, Cats losing tonight 17-12. Uh, still taking your phone calls. Uh, uh, 905-645-3221, star nine. 9- 900. I'll uh, check out emails as well, dave.woodard at chorusent.com. Again, you can just Google my name and CHML. The contact information will come up. Uh, You can also reach me on Twitter, uh, Dave Woodard News or uh, 900 AM 900 CHML. Mark says, you have to cut the cats a break. Short week, flying cross country to play a team coming off a bye week. Uh, Player of the game for Mark is Braylon Addison. Again, Braylon had a pretty good game. Richard says he agrees with a good play calling tonight, mixing it up a little bit, uh, but nothing working on the run game except for the one drive. It's hard to get any points. Love the Don Jackson quote to the refs about the spots. So, you can reach me, 905-645-3221, star 9900. We'll uh, go into another break and come back with more on the fifth quarter, brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Welcoming Cats fans, young and old, you're listening to the fifth quarter,
3: powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rourke stays in the pocket, throws deep to his lap, wow. it's picked up, tuned in he's picked it off in BC territory a massive play by the Tiger Cats defense with a minute 33 to go
0: that was really uh one of the best things about tonight's game the Tiger Cat defense that is your EHR 4k worthy big play of the game Tunde Adelike getting the interception just a couple of minutes left it could have made a huge difference in the end but it didn't the BC Lions beating the Hamilton Tiger Cats tonight, seventeen to twelve. Uh, a few things that I take away from the game: uh, looking at the defense, fantastic job, not only by the secondary, which a number of you have pointed out. I'd also like to say that it was the the run stopping ability of the team. Other than a few really long runs by James Butler in that in that first half. The defense really came to play tonight. You know, you're you're coming up against a team that is putting up some of the best offensive numbers in the league so far this season. Offensively, they are a juggernaut, and you keep them to 17 points. Anytime time in the CFL period, you can you can keep a, a team to 17 points. You should win that game. Now, BC's defense also showed up, uh, and uh, you know we're looking at. A very different game um, than we were last week. Although, you know what? If you take anything from, you know, uh, not necessarily actual wins in the win column, this is a bit of a win for the Ticats tonight. They played very well on the road on a short week playing against a team Uh, that has had a bye week, that is able to scheme for you for two weeks, that's sitting at home, getting that home cooking, feeling good about themselves, and you went in there, and you could have won the game. You had the ball twice in BC territory with two minutes left. There's a play clock violation, a turnover on downs, and an interception, although that doesn't really count because it's on a Hail Mary. But you had a chance. And when you're looking about looking at road games just in general, you want to say that you have a chance. You want to say that you have the opportunity to win. They add that chance. You get more chances, you get better at it, you put together wins. I think that's going to be a big deal. Phil is on the line. Phil, how are you doing tonight? uh hanging in there. Yeah. How do you think about the, what do you think about the game tonight?
3: Okay,
6: so I'll break it down like this. Uh I fans since the 70s lived on the West Coast for about 33 years. i mm-hmm. I've seen tons of games in this uh, BC place. House of horrors. Ticats lose in Zirbli. This one right now today was uh winnable. Um and they blew it. Um, so I go back to a lot of things. I go back to right now with coaching. Orlando Steinhauer, when I think of Orlando right now, you know what I think of, Dave? What's that? 2015, Eastern File, Auto Red Blacks, Henry Burris is like the second in the gazillion yards to go.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Throws the ball up in the air, uh, Ganey and Uh, Davis do the Laurel and Hardy routine, collide into each other, fall down. Ellington catches the ball, touchdown, game over. I don't know what what is with Orlando Steinauer, why everybody goes goo goo -goo and thinks this guy is the greatest thing since sliced bread, honestly. He continues to get outcoached, does not make adjustments during halftime, and I can go on for two or three hours uh, the blunders that this man has made. Coaching is a problem with this team. Um, Dane Evans, I have no idea what happened to him. I, I, so, so good last year, this year, eh, whatever, makes bad decisions. Uh, this team is one in five. Are you kidding me? One in five. It's a championship team from last year. And you know what? Uh, this is way I think of things, a lot of things with this team. So I look at coaches like uh, you know, Dave Dickinson. I look at uh, Michael Shea. You know why these two guys are so successful, Dave? What's that? They just go out and win. Yeah. They just go out and win. There's, there's cheesy one-liners, you know, adversity is us and blah, blah, blah. They just go out and win. They don't need to use those one-liners.
0: That's a good call, um, Phil. Uh, who's your player of the game?
6: Probably the fans have held on this hell and stayed on this farm. Up
0: this farm. <laughs> I know. It's almost 2 o'clock in the morning, and you called me. I appreciate that. Thank you, Phil, for your call. You're welcome. Have a great night. Phil's got some good points. I think that, you know, I, I think if you look down the road in a few weeks and there's still, um, you know, a lot more L's than W's on the board, I think that you're looking at... Um, you know, people calling for Coach O's job. I, I think that he's safe for now, um, and that's based on his past. He's had a really good record as a head coach. Uh, but up until now, it's uh, this season has not been great. And for a team that expects to get to the Grey Cup and a team that expects to win, uh, you need to get more, especially when you're out on the West Coast and playing these teams. They're the ones that you have to win against to get that Grey Cup, that very elusive Grey Cup that we haven't had since 1999. I'll take a quick look at the uh, the uh, statistics from the game. Devin, Dane Evans actually had a pretty good game. He was uh, 26 of 38 for 297 yards. Yes, he threw a pick, but he also threw a touchdown. Don Jackson... Uh, he had a pretty decent game in terms of running. In fact, all of them, uh, the running backs, uh, ran for over 100 yards in total. Uh, part of that was Braylon Addison. He also had a great game receiving. He was targeted 11 times. He caught the ball nine times for 83 yards. Um, yards after the catch were big for Braylon Addison tonight, too. He got 44, so almost half of his yards. Uh, were after catching the ball. Stephen Dunbar, of course, five uh, catches. He scored the only touchdown for the Tiger Cats. Uh, and defensively, one of the biggest things about the defense, uh, it was Tunde Adelake. He had a fantastic game, and uh, he had seven tackles. He had an interception uh, right back before the, uh, the end of the game, and it didn't quite pan out again tie cats they lose 17 to 12 to the bc lions the player of the game brought to you by culligan water your choice tonight braylon addison of course again nine catches for 83 yards he did not have a touchdown but he had a great game the fifth quarter fan of the night i'm giving it to richard on twitter only because he found me on my twitter and on the station twitter Thanks a lot, Richard. This has been the Fifth Quarter, brought to you by Eastgate Ford on nine hundred CHML.
1: Where Cats fans come together, win or lose. Listen after every game to the Fifth Quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on nine hundred CHML.
4: The Fifth Quarter podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.